This podcast is part of E2C Network, where we share the whole Auburn experience. War Eagle Auburn fans, and welcome to Tiger Tracks, your source for Auburn track and field and cross-country news and discussion. I'm your host, Jessica Loomis, and I'm here with my husband and co-host, Kyle, to discuss the SEC Indoor Track and Field Championships that took place at the University of Arkansas on February 24th and 25th. We pig suey to our little piggy fans out there. Wow. That's that's a little bit hateful since Arkansas won both the men's and the women's That's why I don't feel side. bad doing it, just to be honest. Arkansas fans, let me just let me say this to the Arkansas fans out here. I don't know how y'all are at track and field, but y'all are y'all been rambunctious the last couple of seasons in other sports. So And I know it gets their I know it gets their I would say their goat, but it gets their pig when hmm. I make fun of their little call. So we pig suey to all our Arky fans. That was woo pig suey. It is that I'm making oh. fun of it. We pig suey. I do it oh. on our live streams because I then you, there's always that one trying to correct me. I'm like we 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 all the they, way home. Exactly. They huh. don't they don't understand that I'm doing it on purpose. So well, I didn't either. So I'm well, ding dong. That was yeah. Well, right over. If you could see me on the if this was a video podcast, you'd see me going over Jessica's head right now. Meow. Thank you for that. You're welcome. So let's go back to the actual important things that we're talking about. SEC championships. February 24th and 25th, 26 men and 21 women competed from Auburn. It was a good showing for Auburn overall as well. Obviously, this is the first year of Coach Leroy Burrell leading this team in all aspects of the track and field program, but for indoor season. And I think it's a great starting point for a new era. Absolutely. So let's just jump right in. We've got a lot to talk about. As always, we're going to start off with some highlights, and then we will go into all of the meat results for Auburn. And stay tuned at the end because we got some extra special news to talk about. Some post-meat news. Just some big things happening for, because it's just the SEC tournament. There's always the NCAAs to talk about too. Absolutely. So Kyle, why don't you start us off with the highlights? Well, you're just giving me the best one of all. Of because course. ladies and gentlemen, Favor Ashe recorded the fastest men's 60 meter time in the prelims with his time of 6.54 seconds. He ran the second fastest time in Auburn history with a time of 6.52 seconds in the finals, earning him first place, your SEC champion, Favor Ashe. It's just absolutely incredible. There's nothing I can say that's going to like truly encompass the absolute glory that this moment is, mm-hmm. but for him to not only get first in prelims, but to get first in the finals and have a faster time than he did in prelims. This is just so wonderful, and I'm so excited for him. Yeah, and this isn't the first, like, SEC individual championship that we've talked about. We've done it with, you know, runners and throwers in the past previously, but just how dominant Favor has been this entire indoor season. It makes me really excited for what he's going to do in outdoor season. But in his early Auburn career... I mean, I know he's been in college for a little bit. He transferred in, but... But he's only a sophomore. Right. And that's just a great start here. Just knocking on... It's like, you know what? I'll just go ahead and get me a gold medal to start <laughs> off with for the for the SEC championships. Well, Kyle, we have some more medals to talk about. We have Maddie Malone, who earned a bronze medal in the women's weight throw and got her season's best throw of 22.71 meters. Not shocked in the least that Maddie Malone... I was expecting her to play somewhere. Obviously, on the outside, hoping that she'd win the whole thing, but... I mean, she's that good. She she gets on the podium. She gets a medal. Very proud of her. Absolutely. And then why don't you talk about Kyle Brown? Kyle Brown earned a bronze medal in the men's weight throw. So we've got medals in both aspects of the weight throw with his personal record of 22.24 meters. So a gold and we got two bronze to go along with that. 
including obviously within that an SEC technically individual championship. That is a great SEC indoor title. Because, I mean, I feel like we've talked a lot about outdoor probably being our strongest version of track for the most part. Usually. Usually. And we don't see this a whole lot, you know, at least the last couple of seasons. While we've seen track overall, but also indoor get better, it's nice to see in first year under this new head coach and coaching staff, they already got us an SEC title in uh, indoor uh, individual aspects. I love it. And just so you know, for our overall team scores, the men finished ninth with 43.25 points, and the women finished 12th with 17.33 points. And I remember um, Coach Burrell, I think, talking with Andy Bertram this week. Y'all, again, y'all going to hear me reference that a lot because I, I, I really enjoy that podcast he does every week with him because you get inside information direct from the horse's mouth, so to speak. Uh-huh. The, tig- the tiger's the mouth. The tiger's mouth, thank you. It, would it be weird to say like the pig's mouth and stuff mm. like that if you're an Arkansas wow. fan? Sorry, yeah. I'm just picking on the Arkansas fans right now. But I, you know, what I took away from the conversation, if I remember it correctly, is obviously in terms of team aspects, not where he expects us to be, like as you know, finishing night for men, 12th for women, but he obviously sees the progress that he's wanting to see in yep. year one. So Long way to go to where Auburn wants to be competing for overall championships, but this is a great start. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next? Last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Now let's get into all of the results. So I will start us off with the women. So for women's long jump, we had three competitors this time for the SEC Championships. We had Janiya Jones placing 11th out of 16 competitors with a jump of 5.88 meters. Um, this is a name that is new to me, Shantoba Bright. Mm-hmm. I believe she was an injured athlete, that this is the first time she's been able to compete yep. um, in the SEC Championship. So we're happy to get to talk about it's her. A, it's quite a, a first go-round for the <laughs> yeah. SEC Championships. But how amazing that they were confident in her skills that mm-hmm. she competed in the SEC Championships. So she placed 12th in the long jump with a jump of 5.83 meters. And then Essence Thomas placing 13th with a jump of 5.81 meters. Moving on to the women's pole vault, two competitors, Alyssa Quinones-Mixon, placing eighth out of 17 competitors with a vault of 3.96 meters, and Rhiannon Held vaulting for the first time this season, placing 16th with a vault of 3.81 meters. What's that thing as concept in like a board game where you can just like skip go or something like that? You know what I'm talking about? Where you board just walk. like board walk or where you just you go know. like straight to, go straight to go. It feels like for like Rihanna for uh, I, I said boardwalk. I meant Monopoly. I, listen, oh my gosh. I was there with you. But you get what I'm saying like yes. you skip all that. We're just going to go straight to SECs for yep, some of these Yeah, absolutely. People. All right, let's talk about the throws a little bit more. We've mentioned the highlights obviously. For the women's weight throw, Maddie Malone got that bronze medal again. Her throw was 22.71 meters for that third place out of 20 competitors. We also, in this event, had Mara Hualt, 21.88 meters for a fifth place finish. So she's in the top five out of those 20. That's an excellent uh, placing for her. And then Danielle Gregory, 11th out of 20, 19.45 meters. Just a hair short of being in the top half, but very proud of Danielle as well. But, and it looks like all three women had the best throw of the season. That's exactly what you want when you're at these higher, you know, these 
quote unquote, more important meet, the most important meets competing at your best when you're there. Absolutely. The women's shot put, also Mara Hewalt, 8 out of 21 in that top half of that group, 16.74 meters was her throw in that particular event. All right. For the women's triple jump, we had Essence Thomas placing 6th out of 16 competitors with a jump of 12.98 meters. Amy Warren placing 7th with 12.96 meters. And Janiah Jones placing 10th in 12.68 meters. And Shintoba Bright placing 14th, 12.26 meters. Essence Thomas has her best jump of the season thus far in the triple jump. Yes, thank you for catching that. this one, yeah. Speaking of another season best, we have Jean Kotze in the women's one-mile finals. Um, She placed 8th out of 10 competitors. This is just for the finals. And her time was 4 minutes, 46.3 seconds. Mm, Very nice, very nice. The 60-meter prelims, we need to talk about Shante Klinkscale, 17th out of 27 competitors. Her time, 7 minutes, 42 seconds. 7 minutes? Did I say 7 minutes? You sure did. 7 seconds? Wow, that would be the longest. 7.42 seconds? Yeah, you know me. She would would have to crawl. That would be like a 10-month-old on that track. I don't know. 7 minutes? I'll be honest with you, I probably couldn't beat it anyway. Uh, (laughs) 7 seconds, 7.42 seconds for the run there uh the women's 400 meter we've got the sharp sisters ariana sharp 21st out of 28 competitors 54.07 seconds amira sharp 22nd overall out of the 28 54.28 right there with her sister which is her best of the season mm-hmm. so for the women's 200 meter we have shante clink scale again Placing 28th out of 37 competitors with a time of 24.04 seconds. For the women's 3,000 meter, quite a drastic jump that we're going from the 200 meter to the 3,000, but here we are. Jean Kotze placing 17th out of 39 competitors. This is the first time she's competed this season, and her time was 9 minutes, 40.4 seconds. And then Hallie Porterfield placing 37th in 10 minutes, 14.2 seconds. We're not done with Hallie Porterfield because she's in the women's 5,000. She didn't get enough of the 3,000. So she said, you know what? I want 5,000 more on top of that. 17th out of 18 competitors, 17 minutes, 39.9 seconds was her time for that event. Actually, 17 minutes, 34.9 seconds. Yeah, that's to be a little bit more specific there. Yeah, five seconds faster. That is the women's results. Let's move on to the men. And obviously, we'll start again just as a reminder. At one of those highlights we talked about, the men's weight throw, Kyle Brown won the bronze medal in that competition. Third out of the 16 competitors, 22.24 meters. Kyle Moyson, close behind him in seventh place. Of uh, those 16, 20.81 meters. And then Eric Ebel, 10th out of 16, 19.37 meters. All our guys in the top 10. Absolutely. For the men's shot put, we had Grant Griffin placing 14th out of 20 competitors with a throw of 17.14 meters. Matthew Ruff placing 16th with a throw of 16.75 meters. And Alex Spiridonidis placing 20th with a throw of 14.05 meters. For Grant and Alex, their best throws of the season thus yes. far. Moving on to the men's long jump, Jeremy Zamet placing ninth out of 19 competitors with a jump of 7.74 meters. And David Edmondson placing 18th with a jump of 7.26 meters. The pole vault, which we always debate whether it's a jump or it's, it's a variety I say it's of a vault. Because you could run to... <laughs> We That's have. why you say it's a vault. <laughs> Matthew Asplund, 11th out of 14, 5.05 meters was his jump there. Just a hair shy of his best of the season uh, just a few meets ago. We've also got the high jump 
guy we're very familiar with, Dontavious Hill, who came back for another year. Sixth out of 12 competitors, so in the top half of that group, 2.10 meters was his jump there. For the men's 60 meter, we already talked about Favor getting first overall in the prelims. We're going to talk about prelims and finals. So he got first in the prelims with a time of 6.54 seconds. Then Azim Fahimi placed fourth in the prelims with a time of 6.66 seconds. So for the finals, obviously there were only eight competitors in the finals. So congrats to both of them for making it to the finals first off. Then we had Favor Ache placing first with that time of 6.52 seconds, which we've already talked about, and Azim placing fourth with a time of 6.70 seconds. Let me put this in perspective, Auburn fans. Not only did you win an SC championship, individual championship, in this particular event, you nearly had two guys on the podium. Yep. Very close. Yeah. So very proud of, obviously, Favor for winning the championship, but for both these guys representing so well in this event for Absolutely. Auburn. The men's 3,000 meter, a lot of familiar names here. Ryan Kinane, sixth place overall out of 34 competitors. His time, 8 minutes, 1.9 seconds. Carson Bedix, somewhat close behind him, 15th out of 34, 8 minutes, 12.9 seconds. And then Louis O'Loughlin, a little bit behind him in 19th place, 8 minutes, 16.0 seconds. That wasn't enough. Let's talk about the 5,000. It just makes me tired talking about it. Yep. Uh, Ryan Kinane, fourth, so close to getting on the podium there out of 24, 14 minutes, 15.2 seconds. And then Carson Bedix, 12th out of 24, 14 minutes, 26.2 seconds. Just a couple events left. For the men's heptathlon, we only had one competitor. We had Michael May. He placed fourth overall out of the 12 competitors that did the heptathlon. And he got his season best score. That's a lot different. Right yes. There. His score was 5,672 points. So, so that is more than a... It's math a, for me, more than 1,000. It's 1,004 points better. I, was, I, was, I wasn't confident in saying it, so thank you for taking that one for me. <laughs> I was trying you're to do welcome. math in my head. You know how you're that welcome. works. I know that that's not... It's a struggle. Your thing, you were on paper math. <laughs> So, moving on to the... He's trying so hard to save face for me there. Yeah. The men's distance medley. Um, the relay team was made up of Rex Green, Luke Roberts, Davis Plowden, and Louis O'Loughlin. They placed fourth out of 11 competitors with their season best time of 9 minutes, 41.9 seconds. So, what I want Auburn fans to take away from SEC is obviously a championship, obviously two other medals, but you heard us Obviously, talk- a lot of season bests and personal bests. Yeah, of course. But listen how many times we talked about someone finishing in fourth or finishing in the top five of a large group. This was a big step up for Auburn this season, SEC-wise. Now we'll watch what happens for NCAAs, which we're about to talk about. Yes. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. After this meet happened, obviously things occurred. Well, I hope, because that would mean the world ended or something. Right. So... Um, we had some athletes that made SEC first team and second team. So just as a reminder, all SEC first team consists of the gold medalists in each event. All SEC second team consists of the second and third place finishers for each event. Yep. So that means that Favor Shea was named all SEC first team. 
Kyle Brown and Maddie Malone were each named All-SEC second team. Very proud of them and well-deserved by all three of them. Absolutely. But not shocked in the least that they got that. <laughs> Correct. So then moving on, our final thing that we will talk about are we had Auburn had five athletes that made it to the NCAA Division One indoor championship meet. So they will compete March 10th through 11th in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Just as a reminder, the top 16 athletes in each event and relay from across the entire country receive bids to the championship. So the fact that Auburn has five athletes that received a bid is really impressive. Now help me real quick. Let's think back on our time machine for a second here. Just for just just for just for You know exercise. my brain doesn't I, work well. I, I know. I know we had one competitor last year go to nationals and indoor, I believe so. I think it was two. I think it was Don Tavius Hill. Okay. And um help me here. Joyce Camelli. Wasn't it Joyce Camelli? Or was that a season two seasons ago? Either way, we, we typically talk about one, maybe two going. We're sending five this time. Yeah. So why don't you start us off? Let's with- talk about them. We've got five individuals to mention. We're not going to have a surprise here, really. Maddie Malone leading us off will compete in the women's weight throw. And this is her fifth appearance at the championships. So, so she, she I, was there last year. So that, that answers <laughs> that question there. Read the notes, Kyle. Um, Pavor Eshe. Obviously, we'll compete in the 60-meter dash. He's ranked third nationally. So that, folks, let me just tell you this. I know that it's not appointment television for the majority of people out there for track and field. This might be one where you want to watch. Because we we watched when it was Joyce Camelli in like the 3,000-meter mm-hmm. or the 5,000-meter because that was fun to watch too. This one, you know, it's the high energy of the 60-meter dash, national championships and indoor. Find out what time this is. Tune in, folks. Don't yeah, miss this. Yeah, this is actually going to be very exciting. I mean, all track and field is very exciting but to th- me. This is what every, but... when everybody thinks of track and field, they think of the speed stuff. So yes, you're, correct. Let me, Auburn fans, you're in this. You have a legitimate shot for one of your people to win this thing. Tune in. So Kyle Brown will compete in the men's weight throw. And this is his first NCAA indoor championship. So I'm really excited I for feel him. Like I just thought he had been here already. But this is indoor. So maybe. I know. And maybe I, that's the thing different. that you always have to remember. But to me, I just felt like he's been there before. Well, Dontavious Hill will compete in the men's high jump. And last year, he finished third at the indoor championships. See, there we go. See, I knew See, it was in my head. You, I just had him, I had him all mixed up. I knew Dontavious was there. Just... And, and finally, we've got Alex Spiridonidis, our fifth competitor. He will compete in the men's heptathlon. And he's currently ranked 13th nationally in this event. And Alex has surprised us a lot at times with how well he's done in the heptathlon, like how, you know, many points, you know, it's always... For every single event. He's just one of those really consistent heptathletes where he performs very well in all of the events. Right. And so if he's ranked 13th, like I'm just setting, this is, he obviously has his own goals and stuff. For me, if he finishes inside the top 10 being ranked 13th currently... I would be very happy with his performance. At Absolutely. Nationals. Obviously, I want him to do better. Obviously, I'm impressed that he's made it. Yeah. That's good. number one. Step number one is making it to the NCAAs. Yes. So really looking forward to watching Maddie and the guys compete. And, and Maddie and the guys is really well. I, as we close, I, I like to do this with my with co-hosts or individuals on E2C Network. I like predictions. And I think the one we feel most confident about. Favor. Favor. Yeah, but... If you had to put a percentage confidence that he wins the the national championship in, well, this. as an Auburn fan, I'm going to say 100 percent confident well, because War Eagle. Well, of course, but just what do you think? Just I think he he finishes top three. I think no question. Well, that's that's an easy answer because he's third right now. 
<laughs> but there are a lot of factors, Kyle. That's true. There are a ton of factors. Nerves being number one. But, yeah. I, here's my predictions. I think Favor Shea is going to win it. I think he's ready to put the staple on it. I'm just, okay. I, I'm just, Jessica disagrees with me, but I'm going to say he put, he, he wins the whole dang thing there. I think Dontavious Hill is going to surprise a lot of yep. people. I think, pers- just, I obviously don't know Dontavious, but like, I think what we've seen him do previously, like SECs, that's a little bit of a disappointment for him. What the way he came out at SECs, I think he's ready to burst onto the national stage and kind of show people maybe he like inside the top five, something yeah. like that. I'm not necessarily predicting the space, but I think he'll he'll walk away having people turn their heads and getting ready to watch him in the outdoors. Absolutely. Well, we look forward to talking about that next week on our episode. So War Eagle. War Eagle. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode on the E2C Network. On your way out, I want to remind you to stop by E2Cnetwork.com. It's your one-stop shop for all our content across our podcast, YouTube channel, and much more. To stay up to date with us, make sure you're following social media accounts such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. While our content here may always be Auburn sports heavy, if it's orange and blue, it's what we do. War Eagle.